Austin, would you like to be counted in? Yeah, let's do it. I was wondering if we were, we were going <laughs> to try to start, and that's good. Let's, yeah. Sometimes it really gets things moving. Yeah. Um. Count I was it. just. Yeah. I was pondering. Yeah. I'm over it. Oh, pon- the pondering part. Okay. I'm over pondering. How long have these uh, these been about? Uh, hour, hour and a half. Oh no, cool. I got time. You got time. For sure. Okay, let's count us in. Three, two, one. <laughs> beep beep. Oh, that's music. Sunday morning rain is falling. Shout out Robbie K on the song. That's a Robbie K original. But things just get so crazy living life just like you do. That's a Maroon 5 song for sure. Robbie Miso doesn't know what he's doing. He stole Maroon 5. That's Maroon 5? Okay. I want to keep I want to keep it open and honest right now about what a thief Robbie Kumeso okay. is. Okay. Well, that's the whole episode. We were yep. actually going to talk about it. We were like, oh, we weird. He works security. He's probably stealing. Mm-hmm. That guy steals. He's a security guard. He's the inside guy. Yeah. He's the dude. Yeah. Robbie's the guy that's like, hey, I know the entrance to this bank. Yeah. I work security. I'll cut the cameras. I'll cut the cameras. That's Robbie. And after after you do after he does his job, someone shoots him in the back of the head. It's very Whoa. Like, well, it's very like a Dark Knight Joker esque yeah. infiltration. We're doing movie pitches. Yeah. Doing movie pitches. Welcome to right left brain hand. Um you think ending with a movie pitch, we're gonna start with one. Right. It's called the Bingo Boys. Oh yes. Bingo boys. Come on in. Come in, we're open. Honest bingo. Centric conversations honest, with us. <laughs> honest bingo balls with Austin Langley. Bingo balls. My favorite is when they like get angry at me and they start booing. And I'm like, this is the universe in control of these bingo balls. I'm just the middleman. Like we're yeah. so for yeah. those out of context, the bingo boys are uh, um, Austin Langley and Jeff Stonic. Dun, da, da, da. I'm, I'm the second name. Um, yep. You're the first name. <laughs> um, we've just recently started hosting bingo at Edgewater Public Market. Yeah. Saturdays, 11 o'clock. Come hang out. Tomorrow, baby. Woo! Fucking yeah. bingo! Bingo. It's been a fucking fun. Jeff was all rude about it. I told him for the... because I, I was not rude. Okay, you weren't rude about it, but you were very standoffish. It was low on serotonin. That's what it was all week. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking... Was it the was that the weekend... Was that the week after... It was like Christmas. I, well, like, I the first time oh, I hosted yeah, it, it yeah. was like the day after Christmas. Right, right, right. I was coming back from family. I didn't have... I just remember texting you and be like, dude, bingo's fucking tight. Bingo's fucking tight. And, uh, and then, like, well, all week... Well, you know what? I was actually... You know, I'll be honest... I was hesitant. Yeah. Because this text like that was just, I thought, was another angle of like, you're just trying to take it for yourself and well, fall. Because that was did. immediately what you I said. I did. I said, I said, I don't want to share it. I want you to know I'll never forget that. Oh, that's the that's the moment that's going to turn in Acts 2 where you're like, yeah, well, when this first started, you sent a text message. Listen, I'm going to, we're going to succeed as bingo boys. And 
we're going to get like a real opportunity offered mm -hmm. probably uh solo opportunities you know to go on the bingo road mm, the bingo road. <laughs> i don't think there's a road no yes here. there is you gotta I open think... for the bingo greats and, <laughs> and all the bingo clubs and all right we got a different <laughs> image of what bingo boys is gonna and in the movie like i'm gonna get asked by like some guy like hey you and austin are great i love the chemistry um mm -hmm. You could probably take care of everything you got going on here if I like take. That's you what's gonna happen. And I'm gonna. And in my mind, my eyes are gonna go like this for the podcast listeners. Yeah. My eyes are widening a little bit. Oh well, guess who's going and international? And, and it'll flash back to that moment. Yeah, that moment where you read that text message. Well, you're going international. Yeah, there's gonna be a moment in the movie where a, a, a very wealthy Frenchman. Oh, a French is that legal? Can I say Frenchman? Absolutely. Okay, a Frenchman approaches me, and he offers me a deal for millions mm. he said possibly billions if you continue being the great bingo host that you are yeah and i'm like easy cakewalk let's do this and so yeah i just say hey jeff uh go fuck yourself i'm going international mm -hmm. and then that's the turn of the movie we can end it there and i'm fine with yeah. it yeah and it's just me rolling and rolling in dough in france just oh yeah ladies hey. You think the swinger lifestyle, because I'm going to really portray that as a bingo boy. Like, it's kind of how I get into these parties. I'm going to start hosting bingo for orgies first. How I meet the Frenchman, because he's a swinger. Uh -huh. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh -huh. Millions, billions. Mm -hmm. Hey, Evan, do you pay, Do you listen a lot when we, when we record, or are you kind of more like on the computer? Are you listening? For sure. So did you notice how much of a, a delusional idiot he sounded <laughs> like when, when, when the Frenchman um. offered him millions and billions and not euros? So, uh. <laughs> so like, I like, didn't say dollars. I said, I said millions and billions. You said dollars I initially. I did not. I, yes, you did. Because everything you were saying, I was just it's, waiting for that. <laughs> I had to load it up. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to do great things with Bingo Boys. What about that Reddit? That was insane. Yeah. The Reddit? That Reddit oh, post. yeah. Dude. I showed everyone last night. I laughed for a long oh, time funny. about it. So, yeah, anyways, backstory: Jeff and I have uh, Jeff and I <laughs> have been referring to ourselves as the Bingo Boys for the last few weeks, um, and just because it's like it's silly, we're we're taking over the world. It's not just silly; it's serious. Okay, we're, we're taking over we're the less, world. We're less calling ourselves the Bingo Boys and more just like. Um, Living the bingo boy life. Living the bingo boy oh, life, yeah. and just being open um, to like using our God-given gifts because mm -hmm. God is God is putting bingo in our hands for sure. For sure, this is uh, one more instruments for bingo. Well, I we, oh, definitely. I mean, there's no way that it's not possible. Yeah. I mean, anywho, we've been <laughs> talking to ourselves as the bingo boys, and I was cruising through Reddit yesterday looking for bingo gear, maybe vintage bingo uh, supplies because yeah. I thought that'd be cool. Absolutely. And I just typed in Bingo Denver, and one of the first articles that came up, I'll just read the article. Ah, uh, so funny. Uh, this is Reddit article. Um, it says Bingo Boys, spelt with a Z. It's a play, too. It's amazing. Yeah, Bingo Boys, Columbine, a 2004 play about the Columbine massacre that was only shown in Denver, Colorado. There's not a lot of information on this production, and I also provided all the photos that, yeah, that I could find. Each photo has a link to the information about the play. Anyone know any about, about this? Wow. The first comment says, sorry, but this looks hilarious. Main actor look like father and son. Bingo boys have already been played out, and I had no idea it was such connected. Is it a comedy? No. <laughs> this is a very serious play in 2004. 
What does bingo have to do with Columbine? Uh, Kelsey Rosen, who's been a guest on this podcast, she did some research. Okay. And it was ironically because we were joking about it outside, and we were like, bingo, boys. And, and Kelsey just goes, yeah. And they were like, pow, bingo, pow, bingo. Really? In the article, that's what it says now, too, which was, like, crazy because they were saying bingo once they had shot somebody. Wow. Kelsey was just making a joke about it. Turns out that was the real thing. I've been doing that. I did that in my first week hosting. Hmm? I did that in my first week hosting. I was like, pow, bingo, you guys. Oh, don't do that. Wow. Yeah, don't do that. I know how insensitive I was being. Mm-hmm. You were be- very... They're the, like they're the bingo boys. Um, I don't. I think that was just a. I don't think it was like a nickname that stuck. <laughs> um, but you would have thought someone brought it would have brought it up because we've said bingo boys at least three dozen times. You in the think last someone would have brought up a 2004 obscure play? No, everyone that was alive in 2004. Is I'm dead. saying if. <laughs> I'm saying if the Kobe if real. that ah. was their uh, nickname. Yeah. Someone would have let us know, like, "Hey, the Columbine shooters were known as the Bingo Boys." Right, 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 right. But which is which? Which so it sounds seems like they're not famously no because no one said that, Mm-mm. especially Jacob. Like, yeah, Jacob. Jacob he know? I showed him last night, and he was yeah. like, "Wow, that play looks amazing." He was really interested. He was like, "Whoa, yeah." Um, I did ask Ben Kronberg if he would like to recreate the play. Absolutely, Bingo Boys. Do you want to tackle this before or after? Um, the play, I think the play is going to be at least part of the, the film. So we might want to just do it. Play confronts horror. Oh, <laughs> this is the this Bingo is the article boys. Kelsey sent me yesterday. A theater group is confronting. I could sense discomfort in the, the audience when it came close to them. It is by far the most challenging thing I have had to do. <laughs> It's really tough to explain that this isn't a comedy. <laughs> I could sense the discomfort of the audience when we came close to them. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're going to do something. I don't feel any different. It wasn't enough. Bingo Boys Columbine moves forward and backward through time. Are you guys going to bring it back? Holy fucking shit. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Real names, real dialogue. A two-act play. Yeah, dude, Evan, we need that money back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm... <coughs> we got to produce a play. It would be worth it. Absolutely. That's so funny. Make it a musical? Yeah. We could, the we fact could. that it doesn't have, like, any satire. The fact that he also addressed, like, hey, it's weird. I have to explain to people that this isn't a comedy. No, he didn't say that. Oh, that... <laughs> I thought that was a part you read. <laughs> I was like, I yeah. missed that part, but that's legit. Yeah, no, no, no. I was making that up. That's funny. Because, yeah, I, I I immediately was like, this is satire, yeah? Yeah. And then it wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was being silly. I was doing a bit. I'm not being <laughs> honest, dude. I know this is honest conversations, but I'm not. Um, well, we haven't even really, I mean, this is, we've also been playing where it wasn't obviously honest. I don't like when you say plain because that's what you say you do when you go to the Montrelet. Uh huh. That's when I when I have sex. We've just been plain. I just play with some strangers. Yeah. Um, you should go check it out, dude. It's fun. The it's Montrelet. a good time. Yeah. Or just like the swinger lifestyle. Go to a party. I think you would have a blast. Even just being able to like hang out naked. Let's get a whole group of us go hang out naked. I knew this day was coming. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you know. This whole time it's just been friends with me trying to get me naked at one of these fucking things. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm having a great time at these orgies. 
Gross dude. Gross dude. That you're gross out by orgy? Yeah. You wouldn't be into it? Well, no, I'm only attracted to women, and so it's like the idea of seeing men there. It's disgusting. <laughs> Which is funny because I, that's the only thing I wrote down was just bye. <laughs> yeah, for bye. the comment and we're open. No, um, I did I did write down your show that you've got later on this evening. Yes. This is going to drop in the next 20 minutes after we've done. And it, no, it's not. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Jeff's got a, a monthly I got a monthly, hopefully going twice a monthly. Whoa. Soon at two locations. Buy the old bi monthly. That's yeah. a good joke. It's a yeah. bi monthly. Bi monthly, bi comedy show. Called the, the Bi Agenda. Right now it's at Wide Right. Yes. The best comedy show for the sexually shy. Ooh. Yes. Ooh, I like that. The best comedy show. I, to how'd get you, horny. How, yeah, how'd you make that your link? Huh? How'd you make that your link? You just go to the link option, and it says customize link. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sex appeal. Why don't you read, bro? I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Um, uh, I feel like you're very... I feel like our our relationship's always been open and honest. Yes. To where it's never been... Like, I don't, like I don't have any curious real questions going into it. Yeah. Um, oh, is that how you started with other people? No, oh. I have other people like approach me, but I did write that we bonded through like recovering um, alcoholic. For some reason, I said, what kind of men do you like? Those are the three questions that I kind of men. Interesting. What kind of men are you into? Yeah. You like well, a bear? Yeah, like, you know, older and, you know, just like people within my proximity when I'm horny. Yeah, really. That's what happens. Really, that's all it is. It's like that, I'm, I'm horny. Who's on grinder? Yeah, let's get it going. What's let's, the difference between pan and buy? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I'm pretty sure pan is like personality, and binary and bisexual is um, in the both. Still plays into the I, the notion of a binary. Mm. Oh. So now I'm all of a sudden getting attacked by Liv Carter and CJ Gavain saying the binary is boring. What? I'll fucking murder. Okay, you. don't name drop here on this. Liv podcast. Carter, no, CJ Gavain. <laughs> I would check state. under your car for bombs every time you get in and are about to start. Oh my god! <laughs> I told you that we're going dark night in this yeah, shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is uh, come in. We're open, honest conversations with Austin. You're not going to get an episode out of me today. I'm yeah. going to be honest with you right now. Uh, cut this. I mic. dare you to try. No, no, do not cut my mic. Get an episode out of me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so being by, you got problems with it now, huh? Let's get honest about it. No, I don't want to talk about being by. I didn't want to really either. I was yeah, just, so I was just leading. I wanted to talk about poetry. And Austin was like, no, do not talk about his poetry. I didn't yeah. say it like that. Well, Austin's a dear friend that hasn't asked to see a copy of it. <laughs> I have yet. I was almost rebellious against it because you're just slinging them hotcakes. Paid my rent with poetry. I know that's tight. I say that every podcast. Well, that should be the name of your next poetry book. Book <laughs> two coming out soon called LSD in Winter. Mm. Sucks. <laughs> um, printed the first copies yesterday. That one sounds like more my speed. You'd like it. Yeah. Um. I wanted you, so I thought it'd be fun, an angle, and it, and it ties in with poetry. Um, 
and the artist's way and writing and blah, blah, blah. But I am reaching a point, growing up, faith was so important to me. And, like, I was going to be a pastor when I was seven. Like, I was on that track. Yuck, dude. Oh, yeah. Yuck. And then, like, with the whole, like, the, the whole church and religion started leaving a bad taste in my mouth <laughs> as I started to grow and blah, blah, blah. And I realized how, like, fucked up it is. So then I, like, completely gave up all faith, religion, I, like, I, I belief of God for years. And it was just fine. But... And, you know, because, like, I remember, like, sitting down in, um, in college and, like, a table of people being, you believe the earth is 6,000 years old. And I was like. You got shamed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I was like. That shame is a heavy feeling. Yeah. And. and I'm for it. In the right spaces. Yeah. Yeah. But um, also, sorry. But you felt shame. Yeah. And I think shame is kind of inevitable. And, you know, we'll, uh, it, 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 shame is uh, hopefully. Uh, is a feeling you lose frequency and reaching as you get older for sure and, and grow your window of tolerance and shit. But yeah, I let like, I let like those, like that shame and, uh, you know, like shame and like just feeling stupid. Yeah. Whatever. That's why I, I feel I like I'm very like respected yeah. for sure. Um, I don't need it. Cool. Well, it's embarrassing to be wrong. Yeah. You know, it is. Well, like, now I know I was right the whole time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, seriously. Yeah, to be called out. Yeah. Well, in suck. front of peers, too. That's the one that hurts. When yeah, it always like happens. You argue. Yeah. Yeah, especially <laughs> when it's five against one. And yeah. you're like, but, but. <laughs> My heart but, says so. Yeah. <laughs> but. We were, I was in Rome abroad with, like, people I was in the play with. So it's like, in my mind, these are the coolest people I'll ever spend my life with. And they're all. You bring up what you believe in. I don't remember how it came yeah. up, but they're like, I just remember all of them, like, looking at each other and looking at me like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like five, six thousand years old. And <laughs> um, I remember going home. And being very drunk and just going on Netflix. And I don't know if someone recommended it or I sought it out, but <laughs> I started, wa- I binge watched The Cosmos with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Ooh, yeah. And I caught up. Mm-hmm. You were like, <laughs> hey, I abandoned God. That's so funny. That's I ended like, up that's... not even going to the Vatican until like the last day I was there. So, like, I don't need God anymore. <laughs> Fuck this whole, oh, God building. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you do- dove right into Neil deGrasse Tyson. As oh, if, yeah. I mean, he is somewhat of a God in his own community. Absolutely. You know? Yes. Um, that's funny. Yeah. So, and then, I, so, so that guy abandoned it for a while. And I, and I didn't necessarily like, long for it in its absence but i think reflecting and like since going back i have it's since going back to like the artist way when the pandemic hit like starting that for the first Mm -hmm. time and their whole notion of god not as like a deity but like good orderly direction Mm -hmm. yeah um good orderly direction um and i've done i've done the first chapter four times and i fail yeah but in the very like beginning they refer to god a lot and they yeah. just tell you to change your thought of it, yeah, and just have your own take on what the God is, whether it's that whether that is the universe or direction or yeah. like where you want to be or what you do to get your rocks off, yeah. But not, I mean, not this, but yeah, yeah. And that whole door back in was a very navigable one for me. I was, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can, I could 
I like because because there was like a, a silent part of me that continued to pray in weird moments and or like acknowledge like the existence. I got so like my so I'm like good early direction. That's cool. Um, and I also want to preface this by saying like because of the shame, the last time I really talked publicly about faith, mm-hmm. I like this is the most one of the most insecure topics I feel because of what so-called trauma that was. Yeah, just trauma and um you know, if if, if you've if, dealt with it in humorous ways, I've seen. For sure. On stage and stuff. Yeah. And um but to I guess yeah. To yeah. talk about it one-on-one with people in general. Yeah. Um Yeah, and uh Oh, like it just um there's a little like if if God is real in in like this kind of new form that I find him which is just like existence in between us. Yeah. Not like this heaven. I think, you know, this external thing. I think, you know, like there's a there's a quote I heard recently where an a, a astronaut went to space and they came back and they're like he came back to earth. Like, did you see heaven? And he's like, yes, yes, she's a black, uh, she's black. And I was just talking about like the vastness of space. Yeah. And um, just the idea of like, you know, I don't, I don't know what it is exactly, Rick. Right now, I would say I think God and um, is just this uh, this notion of like we are, um, you know. I would. I'm my opinion. Like I always tell. Like when I have this conversation about religion or whatever, like my beliefs are, I always say that like I do believe in the universe. I do believe in purpose. Um, I do believe in karma. Yeah. Um, but those are things that you have to like work on. Yeah. I don't believe that you can just ask for it. I mean, it helps too. Right. But that's also putting it out. Like I've had weird manifestations. My mom's always been weirdly spiritual. Uh, sage mage. Oh, yeah, I was new age sage mage. Yeah. Um, and so it's like it's been in my, I guess, belief system like that. Yeah. Um, for a long time, but I've had like manifestations come ten, whatever years later. Yeah. Where you're like, what the fuck? This has been a long time since I've even thought about it. Yeah. And I've only recently started putting in, um, like, like I have a bulletin board in my, uh, in my. Uh, <laughs> Um, in my, yeah, room. (laughs) And so I just, I mean, I've been slowly posting to that. What? My bulletin board of just like things I'd like to manifest. Oh yeah. Oh, rooms. So a vision board. Yeah. Stage time. I mean, it's not, yeah. And that's like a, I mean, interchangeable. It's not necessarily vision, vision board. I need to put it up because I just knocked it down in my sleep last night and it scared the shit out of me. It was like on the back of my bed rest and I hit it with my hand somehow and I was like Yeah. Yeah. So Oh my gosh. How could we hear everything? Can you hear everything? Yeah, I thought you were playing music for a second. No, I did have something for Jeff. You ready? You have no clue what this is. This is the jazziest version. I am a CH. I am a C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N Yeah, and I have C-H-R-I-S-T in my H-E-A-R-T And I will L-I-V-E-T-E-R-N-A-L-L-Y
I, th- I think it's funny that uh, you say, oh, you good little Christians, because you're now mocking them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I Putting a little shame in them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could dive into it so much more, because there's so many people that have been raised with yeah. that small bit of religion, yeah. but never, like, followed through. Right. Josh Creighton's the only one. Yeah. How many people you know? Are good Christians. Or practicing right. any of their religion. <laughs> and open about it. Yeah. 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 I think it's just Josh. That I, <laughs> I mean, we pass through a lot of people on a daily basis. Yeah. That's f- I would mean, we, we know, know one. Would we know if it was if he was Christ? Just at an open Dude, mind. that would be so cool. Who's ringing the doorbell? Yeah. Hey, come in. We're closed, oh, all right? I, yeah. Can I? <laughs> this is a complete sidetrack. Do it. Uh... But can I smoke in here? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just um, I would open the window. Yeah. Um, we might hear some street action. I think Austin wanted to interview a street person. Is that okay? Is that enough? Well, now we're all sidetracked. Well, I'll tell you this while Evan's gone. Uh, today, <coughs> Bianca, my beloved, mm-hmm. uh, Instacarted me. Um, Sunflowers. Who's Jeff Bezos? Nice. Oh wow! Nice. Did he give me Amazon? Nice. Oh, wow. Package deliveries. Nice. So I was just telling Austin that um, this morning, because like Bianca knew I was exhausted, or whatever. She like, um, Instacarted me a uh, what you would call it? Um, sunflowers, a chocolate bar, and a kombucha, and um, I like. Like, I get woken up because of the doorbell, and I go over there, and he's already gone, but um, he or she, yeah. you know, was already gone. <laughs> they, um, they were they, gone. They were gone. And um, it was a King Supers bag. So my girlfriend in Tucson uh, made an Instacart worker shop uh, cross the picket line. No, <laughs> Shay, did you tell her this? Oh, way? yeah. That's I was like, baby, you just made an Instacart worker cross a picket line. That's so Because I was at the one she was like, that, those cake supers. I w- drove by it yesterday. Yeah. And, um, That's so funny. Yeah, isn't that funny? She had no idea. Oh, and of then, course she didn't. Right. Would, it, would it be wild if we found out that Walmart was funding this? Walmart's just like cre- stirring up everybody. They might. They planted some say, employees that were like, this now you is sound like up. my mom again. Right? Now you sound <laughs> it's like big business. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that, uh, that is funny premise. Yeah. Funny premise. Yeah. I like it. Mm. Roll with it. Roll with it. Do Did it that tonight. actually happen or no? Yeah, it happened today. That's tight. Yeah, it was funny. Um, and then she changed the tip to $20. Yeah, my bad. That's, I mean, that's a kind person there. Yeah. wonder if what he was thinking. Because he was like, does this lady not know? Yeah. Like, well, I'm I, think it's, I think it said ordered from Tucson. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least, like, at least he had that. been like, hey, you guys, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just an Instacart dude. Someone from Tucson doesn't know there's a strike. Yeah. Yeah, he had to, like, explain himself. Or just hates unions. I was going to say someone from Tucson's on the opposite side. Yeah, yeah, and just sending people across with Instacart. <laughs> that seems like a ruthless, rude thing to do. I feel like TikTokers would rile people up like that. <laughs> it does Latest seem... TikTok trend is attacking unions. Yeah, I yeah when, what, what point in the future do you think we'll have, like, a social media war? 
it's like TikTokers are going crazy and now they're causing a riot in downtown. I mean, do you think <laughs> do you think you could start a riot through social media? Is basically what absolutely. It, I think yeah? it's already been done. It's already been done. Okay. Yes. I mean, I was just thinking. It seems yeah, it seems like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, remember the L.A. riots? <laughs> that was MySpace. That first. was MySpace's first. first huh? Damn. Black Friday is pretty much all through social media, and they just hyped people up. Right. Those are riots. Well, then right. they had to like create a Cyber Monday. Yes, they did. For the people who want to stay home. And yeah. Chaos. So, anyways, to use now that as a transition, get open and vulnerable. Oh, you faith. You bringing it back? Yeah, I mean, that's the topic. I know, but I mean, are you bringing it back into your life? Well, uh, so, I'll, I mean... What do you... What are we, are we, when you when you asked me to pray that one time, it was weird. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up. That was funny. <laughs> well, when your dad passed, I'm like, like my inclination, I was, I was not really, like, I was doing maybe the artist's way at that point. I yeah. think so. Yeah. And so, like, it, it, I had, like, started quietly opening back up to it. Yeah. And it's just, like, that was my impulse when I heard, like, when I want, when I saw you next, I'm like, I want to pray with Austin. Yeah. And, uh, and. I shot him down. He did <laughs> shot me down. Well, because he was talking about jackass. Right? Um, maybe. Yeah. I think you're talking about something. Um. I think it was jackass. You were, like, dry. We had just come from a mic. I had just spent, like, a week in, in my hometown. For my dad's, like, ceremony yeah. and, like, seeing family and dealing with all of that situation. And then I get back. I think we go to a mic. Yeah. And I had a friend that he was, like, dropping me off at. I was going to go Hook up. have sex with a woman. And I knew that. So, but when I when when I was, like, getting ready to bring up prayer, he just kept talking about jackass. Or, or, t- or no, no, it was the... Uh, it was the Eric Andre movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah bad yeah. Trip that was, just come yeah, out. So it was so good. Bad Trip. Yeah, see, exactly. He just goes on and on. It was so good. Um, and I was just like, there's no end for prayer here. Uh, and so then, It's hard to pray with a jackass. Yeah. Yeah, right. And, <laughs> for and real. And Austin can be that sometimes. I am that. Um, yeah, and so, like, by the, when I was driving him over to his girl's house, he just kept talking about fucking Eric Andre. <laughs> and then right as he was leaving the car, I just, like, raised my finger like this. And uh, he's like, what, do you want a cigarette? Because <laughs> I'm doing that a lot, you know, asking for smokes. Uh, and he's and I was like, no, I wanted to see if you wanted to pray. <laughs> and he's like, you just made this weird, bro. He's like, no. <laughs> he's like, no, you should have just asked me for a cigarette. <laughs> you should have used the cigarette. Huh? You should have used I the cigarette. I think I gave him a cigarette still. Yeah. As, a, as an in. All right, all right. I mean, that's at least 30 seconds. Yeah, 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 right. That's when a good was, prayer, right? Yeah. How long is the average prayer? You know, it'd be about, you know, 30 to 45 seconds. Nice. Yeah. That's not that long, Austin. You couldn't do that? I, um, he didn't, he didn't no, know he it was weird. It was just a weird moment. Jeff, he just he picked the weirdest time. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was about to go have sex. He's getting in the horny mood. It was just like, as I was leaving the car, he was like, excuse me, sir. I was like, yeah. He's like, have you heard of our great Lord and Savior, <laughs> Jesus Christ? And I was like, what? No, I haven't. And I was, he's like, well, what do you even say? And I was like, well, I'd go something like our father. And he's like, it was my father. Yeah. <laughs> my father. <laughs> my father. Um, yeah, that was fun. That was when you tried to, uh, that was the most angry I've ever been at. No, I was yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, um, do you want to try again? 
No, I'm not praying here. On come in, we're open. That's not what I signed up for. Uh, you, when you go to the bathroom, I'll pray. <laughs> Thank you. Pray I'll, for I'll me. pray for your bathroom break. Um, I think I honestly I want to say my grandma was the only person in my life who said, "Hey, I pray for you," or "I'll yeah. pray for you." Yeah, which is like kind of insulting. Yeah. No. No. No, not in her mind. I know. Yeah. In my mind, in my insecurities, yeah. like you're doing dog shit and grandma's going to pray for you. I need to be prayed for? Yeah. What the right. fuck? Who says this? Yeah. Uh, but she's dead. So no one prays for me, I don't think. Maybe Josh does. Josh Creedon? Josh Creedon's my last hope. Yeah, he might be. He's our last savior. Do you think your parents, do your parents still pray? Oh, yeah. Really? Hardcore. Oh, yeah. Like before like, dinner every night and before bed? Or like what yeah, is like the routine? Probably multiple times throughout the day. Multiple times throughout the day. They love their faith. They met at church. Yeah. yeah. What about like, and do they pray for like normal mundane things? Like I, I hope that traffic no. is like flowing freely today. I don't think so. I think it's more like uh, just general prayers for the people that matter in her life. Like I know she's praying for her, her mom a lot, my mom. Last year, and then until my grandma died, you know, and so she probably has a list. I know that's what my grandma did. She just said she went through all her grandkids, all her kids, prayed for everyone every day. See, that's what also didn't make sense because the last people that would pray were my uncle and my grandma. And when my grandma was like on her deathbed, my uncle would be like, I pray for, I pray that she, I'm like, what? Even if she makes it onto the other side of this, like, what is she going to do? Yeah. And she's 96 years old. Right. Like, that's beyond anyone's reason to be alive. Yeah. You know, <laughs> 96. Yeah, right, right, And so right. when people were, like, praying her for, like, back to health, I'm like, why? Right, right, Let right. Her, no, pray for a faster exit. Yeah. You don't need any more time Pray here. for ease of exit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, this is, I don't know, it was just funny to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of Christians like that just, like, you know, go to prayer with whatever they want. And, and, and I don't necessarily, I don't want to like be in a church at all. And I don't like, you, you don't know. need to be. I think that's the, I think that's the sense of community. That's why we show up to Mike's every day yeah. is yeah, why yeah. people go to church. hundred percent. You know? Yeah. I have community. And, uh, yeah. Like shared. Experience. I mean, we like the, the, the five minutes that we get. Yeah. At the same time, we also have our friends and community. Definitely. Yeah. And, uh, but so your parents still pray? Do you th- so they pray for you, yeah? Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Every night. Do you think <laughs> I just I just do they do it out loud at dinner like I pray for Jeff Stonic to 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 shame him away from this bisexual phase that he's going through? No, or? I mean maybe at one point. <laughs> at I one mean, point. I don't think they're praying for that anymore. No. At cool. least not at the dinner table. Not at the <laughs> dinner table, yeah. Yeah, maybe private prayers. Private prayers. But like they'll like yeah, when we're at, when I'm home for dinner, they'll be like thank you for uh joining us thank or you for being ha- here. having Jeffrey's travel safe. Yeah. To see us and hopefully you know, stay goes well. And, That's good. You know, whatever. I mean, and yeah. Is it is that hard for you? Because like you were back home recently, how many prays, how many prayers <laughs> did you go through for your time home? Um, you know, quite a bit. You know, before every meal for yeah. sure, and then like on Christmas Eve we went to church, and uh, on like Christmas morning before we opened presents, my dad still reads like the, the nativity story from the Bible, oh. like, you know, from the Gospel of Luke, and so that yeah. How good is he at telling that story by now? Pretty good. Yeah, you better be if you've been telling it every year. Yeah, you better have that dialed in. Yeah, 
He always liked it. That's a tight ten. Luke is a hot one. Is it? I haven't. Yes, I don't see. I'm yeah. see. I'm run. I was raised so not religious, where I don't know any. Anytime someone brings up something that's like referenced in the Bible, I like hate religious jokes on stage. I don't because funny's funny yeah. and I can see it. But when people start like name dropping, or they're like Jacob, I mean, why would he do this when he could have done that? And it's like when Esau was all like, why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, I'm just like lost. Yeah. yeah, I'm just lost. I'm like this is fun. Yeah. Sure. But um I Laura has family members that would pray before like eating a bag of chips. Bag of yeah. chips. Like wow. in the car, like on a snack. They would all have to hold hands before even one of them would snack. Everybody wow. had to pray together. Wow. Who was this? Some friends? Laura's, Laura's family. Friends? Laura's family? Yeah, family members. Weirdos. Yeah. I mean, yeah, very avid. Praying. No Harry Potter. No Harry Potter. Right, right, Get right. the fuck out of Witchcraft. here. Yeah, um, I was like kind of like that, but they let us do at least Harry Potter. What was like? Uh, I mean, what was? What was like family drama at that point around religion? Well, just like uh, in general, there wasn't really family drama. You like, know, were you causing trouble as like a teenager? Like when I was a teenager, I was a piece of shit. No, no, not at all. I was a. I was uh, in the like festival choir. I would go to church, like travel in in the choir every Sunday to different churches. And the and they wonder why you're bisexual. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And we dress up and, and like I played football and was on choir. Exactly. If I didn't give anything, I'm honestly surprised my brothers aren't. Maybe they. I mean, I could well, see my brother. Sure well, yeah, <laughs> see, but I mean, they were both. My brothers were. Uh, they. Um, they lettered in football and wrestling, but also lettered in theater. Oh yeah, and drama or whatever improv. I don't know what my brother was were on, but yeah, they were a wide range of high school stars. Yeah, and then I was like, it's like a smaller high school. I was just the piece of shit that got arrested, skateboarded to school, and yeah. And once once I found individual sports, I was like, I don't need anybody else. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, no, I didn't start drinking until after high school. I was nothing like you with yeah. alcohol growing up. But <laughs> I didn't start until, like, yeah, after high school and then stopped when I was, like, 24 or 25. But you hit it hard, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. It's hard not to when it's there and available and everyone else is. And, if, and especially not drinking. Yeah. Like, I had worked into becoming the crafted alcoholic that I was. Yeah. You, like, dove head in, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, like, 21. No, I was 18, 18 or, or 19. 19, yeah. Probably 18, about to turn 19. Yeah. I had a couple years of <laughs> practice, I guess. But yeah. still, you dive in, in college for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I dove in pretty hard. And that was kind of like simultaneous with, uh, with like, when I stopped believing in God, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, I tried for the first few years finding a church in Indianapolis, but, like, I was I was losing it quick. And, and I think that's why I, like, joined a fraternity when I went to college because, like, Butler's unique where it's like most of the student population is greek life anyway so it's kind of a thing you do there but yeah i just like well it's another sense of community too yeah and i guess i mean what i've always seen as like fraternities was it's encouraging for like the rest your parents where they're like oh he's gonna be forced to do homework everyone else is gonna be doing homework it's gonna be a healthy environment as a growing man. Oh, yeah. We put on such a front when the parents are around. Yeah. And, like, we do some philanthropy and some accountability like that. But it's mostly just insanity. 
Yeah. Yeah, with drinking and shit like that. Oh, that sounds so gross to me now. Oh, yeah. I mean, like fraternity life science sounds disgusting. Yeah, like the whole, the whole, um, House was gross and sticky yeah. all the time because everyone's drinking and spilling. And we had this guy, we had this janitor that came every day. His name was Leon, and he always asked people for money. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> never, yeah, it was just, it was just trashy. Yeah, that's a lifestyle, was, dude. Was, yeah, it was, you know, enjoyable while I'm doing it. But, like, in retrospect, you're like, yeah, there's weird things motivating those decisions. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. Um, And my parents are really excited. I mean... Like, I came back. Um, How much do you share with them, like, now? Well, I've started to share more with them. So, like, that's, um, so, like, when I came back from when I was uh, traveling for two weeks in October. Yeah. Remember I saw you yeah. right away at the Grizzly. For sure. Eagling Grizzly, the second and only time it was done. Yeah. And I was going on and on. Rest I was very peace. excited about Bianca. Yeah. And, um... It just felt different in a way that I'd never felt before. And as I've kind of come around to God myself and started listening to some things where it's like accessible through like meditation and blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's like, yeah, there's it's not religion, but it's just very, I'm very open to spirituality. Um, Bianca is someone that like when she was lost in her, in high school and like in very dark places, like she didn't grow up with religion, but chose Catholicism mm -hmm. and it like, she, she, you know, it saved her, she says it saved her life, and um, it's still, like, such a, when I heard her talk, I've never heard anyone, like, my age, somebody thought that it. was so cool, talk about it with such a conviction, where she's just like, oh, yeah, like, if you don't believe in God, I don't give a shit, but, like, you will never, you will never impact me in my relationship with, with what I have, and because it's just, like, I'm so certain in it and stuff, and it, so it just seems, like, like, and I believe in more than that, like, when people come with me, with, like, almost life-changing events yeah. where they're, like, this happened, and therefore I am now a believer. Yeah. Like, those I almost believe more in yeah. than the people who are, like, I don't know, I've been doing it my whole life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um. And, yeah, and so, like, my parents are very excited that, uh, you know, that, that Bianca's like this, and when they heard that about her and stuff, because... Because it feels like she's, like, it's always, like, since the day I met her, like, my parents asked me, when did you start dating? I'm like, oh, the day we met, like, it was right away. It was something I knew right away. Yeah. And she's gone above and beyond in ways no one else before, and she was like, she's in my life for a reason. And, and and I think I'd just be an idiot to not... Capitalize? Uh, no, not capitalize, but to uh, recognize that when the pandemic, like, when, when the pandemic hit, I was ne I was not in a place of, like, having... Uh, major success with comedy or whatever. Yeah. I might just done like, you know, Gladys and stuff like that. And so it was like, it was exciting, but, um, when momentum. The yeah. When the pandemic hit, I have since, you know, that's when I started the artist way. Uh, oh, I thought you were like in my attention. Throwing stems. Oh, you're good. Uh, I, that's when I started the artist way and started being open to like, uh, faith more and, and, Heard about this pastor that started as a Denver comic, and now she's like a world-renowned past Lutheran pastor with like tattoos and shit. And yeah, she said a weird like she she did a eulogy at Comedy <laughs> Works in like 2000, and just realized, you know, she grew up Lutheran like me, and yeah, um, then lost it all to addiction, and then came back to us. So I was just like, oh, maybe that's kind of the path I'm on, and um, so I've just been open to it more, 
and being open to it more and 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 following the artist's way and, and getting that new definition of God and pursuing it. Um, that, since then, I've had su- I've had success I never thought I'd have, like in such short amounts of time with like Dead Room and for sure and things opportunities that have come and 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 with comedy and and writing poetry and. Um, quitting my job and and you know following my instincts and having it really pay off in beautiful ways and that all came after this reopening up to faith and spirituality and so like there's just like the gut and the inner voice that has gotten me this far for and, sure um is is saying continue to listen to this yeah yeah and that's not a bad thing yeah I think instinct is training or at least like what we've trained ourselves to over the years to accept and yeah. not accept. Um, so therefore I think just rolling with my whole, yeah. Rolling with the punches. Yeah. I mean, rolling with the punches, but taking what you want to invest time and energy in. And I mean, I even, I think I've warned, I think the only warnings that I've given you in the last two years is, Hey, don't fuck this up. This momentum that you've gained, yeah. don't mess this up because this is ultimately what you want. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think the only warnings that I've given you is don't abuse drugs <laughs> and watch watch this. Yeah. Watch this as you mean what? Uh, just the momentum. Yeah. Like don't let anything block that. Yeah. yeah. These. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying anything you got going on right now is bad, but there's things that I'm like, just keep it keep it the way that was you know yeah but i think that's all i've had for you or at least as a friend yeah i mean like and i and i appreciate that it's you know our our friendship's been easy and it's been um very natural and i've been very open about like just realizing how much of a sponsor you were to me when i got to denver because i was like eight months not drinking and yeah like six years or five years i was like oh hell yeah yeah and then i was bringing 10 joints out a night and you were just getting stoned i was just like okay I mean, that was, I mean, that was like thinking, yeah, I mean, I did write down, yeah, we bonded through our recovery stories and like addiction through general. Um, And it is like, it's, I mean, it's, it's relatable. Yeah. I've always been a, a, uh, um, attracted to people with um, a story to tell, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not like, uh, I mean, there's some people do don't have shit to offer you know yeah. where you're like yeah. what do you what are we talking about yeah like i mean not even conversation wise but like as a story or at least like a background or educated in a certain yeah. i don't know whatever it is i'm not saying like smart school wise but like s- just whatever you have a passion about being like educated about it i don't know yeah just people's stories yeah i feel like most of my relationships have been um, like, oh, this person has something to tell. Yeah. Like, has lived a life. Yeah. And those are the people that succeed in comedy. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, um, like, your the life you've lived doesn't necessarily always influence your material. Cause sometimes you go in the alcoholism, the DUIs, whatever. Yeah. But um, it definitely has fueled your nihilistic, not nihilistic approach, but, like... Um, it's almost the, like... Uh, I feel like my with my addiction, it was always all or nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, with smoking reefer, with cigarettes, I still abuse those heavily. Where it's like, yeah. if I was, 
to I would if I was to like take a break, I would have to. I mean, or like cut back, I would have to take a solid break. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and I th- and I'm kind of like exploring that idea. I think it's just. I mean, I I think you are very much all or nothing. Definitely. Where it's like, oh, I'm for it. Yeah. Even with relationships and other things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it can be with my addiction. Sure. With, with I've noticed at least with my addiction. So with comedy. I will find myself just ending up at a mic when I didn't want to do comedy that night. And I'll just be like, well, this is the addict in me that all of a sudden is back waiting to do five minutes. Well, that just makes me think of like, I whenever I don't want to go out and then I do go out, I'm always happy I made that choice. Yeah. I kind of realize like the motivation to stay in was coming from a depressed place and like, um, but I'm always grateful to go out. But at the same time, yeah, I, I have the most difficult time. Oh, well, I'll go three days without getting up. Off. I'll go three days without getting up. And I start itching. I can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why. And that's, a, that's, there wasn't even, there was one time Evan and I just went to a concert. Right. And like that night, I was high on mushrooms, but I was like, I really want to talk into a microphone. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Oh, yeah. I was like, if I could talk in front of a microphone in the front of these people. Like, yeah. so then my comic brain, like, click in where I'm like, look at, Fucking time traveling, whatever. Like, so yeah. now I'm just riffing on the room that I'm not doing comedy in. Yeah. Which is fun, but also I wish it was into a microphone. Yeah, definitely. So there's like a itch. Yeah. You, you did do a small set at the No Effects. Oh show. yeah, I did I did a set to nobody. That was yeah. just that was the burn. That was just a rep. It was just a little weight. That was like two and ten push ups at the park. You do mics in the car <laughs> because you have to do it's like how some people smoke while driving or whatever. You have to have something to cope yeah. with. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, if I stop smoking cigarettes, God forbid. <laughs> Are you going to be angry? <laughs> God forbid. Dude, I bombed twice the other night in the same night, and I was not happy. I mean, it was like a good humbling moment. I felt fine about it. Yeah. Because all, like, I mean, it was just not set up for success in general. Okay. But also, like, I can't blame the room right you, there could have been things you could have done differently. yeah for sure but it just was i was angry i think i've been really trying to just approach um with the energy that i have going yeah like the energy like like to get laughs with a stiff angry vibe is pretty fun mm-hmm. but it's something i don't do every set yeah you know i usually walk up with a smile on my face Chipper go giddy Austin, who's yeah. ready to like have some fun. Yeah, but to, for me to be like, here we are, I'm angry. Yeah, like that's tough. This is, but tough. it is fun to get laughs in. If I'm like, okay, here we are. Look at that. Yeah, but um, I think my you uh, I think yeah, you were setting setting <laughs> goals and succeeding since um artist way. For sure. And finding religion. My whole thing lately has been getting rid of my expectations. Yeah. Because, I mean, what are the expectations leave to you feeling like a piece of shit when they don't come through, you know? Yeah. Oh, sure. disappointments. My bad. I for said sure. it wrong. But um, it's just funny with, like, the new year, people being like, oh, I got New Year's resolutions. I was like a, trying to eliminate. Yeah. Like, I have goals and things that I'd like to succeed and do well in yeah but even just walking up on stage every day or like in life in general 
Yeah. Where like sometimes I don't know, just having an expectation being like it's gonna go like this and then it doesn't and it feels like shit. Right. Yeah. Um But flowing with the rolling with the punches, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And I've I've kinda like had that approach with um not necessarily like the whole idea of not having not prioritizing goals, but more of like the system that gets you there. Yeah. And so you know, we didn't really have, we had, like, kind of vague goals with, like, like for example, the Dead Room Comedy uh, Sketch a Week thing. Mm-hmm. It was, like, we'd like, you know, to grow the YouTube to maybe 500 subscribers or whatever. Yeah. Um, or, and so, that, you know, that didn't happen. But basically all we were saying is, like, let's just do a Sketch a Week. And grind. Yeah. And so, I've in the last year, I realized the biggest thing I've done is learn how to work hard and work effectively. For sure. Um, within comedy and writing, and, and, and I you know I really do feel like myself for the first time, and I also feel like I'm working for Jeff Stonick, mm-hmm. which is a really cool feeling, but also like uh, um, it's an addiction. It's a new addiction. And, and so like I think there are places where my work ethic will naturally take me after another year of it. For sure. If I can maintain it. But like when I was kind of reflecting on where I was at based on my journals last year, which is yeah. a dark place with Emily and mm-hmm. um, oh, so gross, yeah, dude, um, gross. I was like, shut the fuck up. I know. I, Ugh. I know. Talk about something different. I know. I well, I'm a Next romantic. So I, only, I only ever talk about the people I'm in. Yeah. Or stand-up comedies every once in a while. Um. Anywho. Um. But even just the last year, I feel like I I feel like I've come a long ways from definitely from last year for sure. Yeah, and that's not, I mean that's just personable where I stand as a human, yeah. what I'm willing to put up with as yeah bullshit. I mean I think that's just old age. Yeah, where you're like I'm fucking I'm a hound dog. Yeah, fucking right. Well, like sitting on the porch, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I know you are. Very <laughs> <laughs> much. I'm fine with that. Um. Yeah, that like when you said like the only piece of advice you've offered me, and I, I, the only really like piece of, like what makes that come to mind in my direction, like from me to you, yeah, is that there was a point um, in the fall when you weren't happy with how a show went, and it had, that had come after months of like you saying you have goals to like start a roast show or a mic or whatever, and it's just still not happening, and and so I remember. You know, I think there was a little friction between us when I said, um, well, stop relying on other people for, like, a good comedy show and for your work to be worth it. And just because, like, I wanted you to start taking initiative and start. Yeah. Just to, like, just to, just to, like, in the similar fashion of you wanted to stop hearing about Emily in my mind or in my, out of my mouth, I wanted to stop hearing about like how you want these things and, and, and yeah. you know, and it's been so cool in the last few months to see how you've built a roast show and you've started hosting a mic and, and you've really, really, um, made Scruffy Murphy's better and you've got a great roast show now in town and it produces some great content where people are excited to be there. Yeah, and it is. It, I mean, it is fun. And it, yeah, it's just been cool. And I, and, and I'm sure you're going to get there without me. Yeah. Um, and, but I just remember that, that kind of only being, cause you know, friendship, it's, it's tough where, where sometimes based on our upbringing or who we are as people, we'd approach things differently. Um, and so it's hard not to like butt in all the time and that's, sure. that's not helpful, you know? Well, but, and we say them in weird ways too. Yeah. 
where it's like sometimes it's for a laugh and sometimes you don't know if it was for a laugh and it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's fine. Um, and I completely, I mean, I, I, was, I mean, even looking back on that, and that's what's, yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a weird. Uh, even just, I think I've recently become okay with the way things just happen, the way things go. Yeah. Like I'll bomb, I'm like whatever. Unless or, it's twice in a row. What's that? Unless it's twice in a row. <laughs> well, then that's just yeah. like, that was just that night. I think I was angry. For sure. Shit was just like, no. And and it was just weird. Yeah. Everything that could have happened was there, yeah. you know? Um. But, uh, I mean, just even, or just recognizing like, hey, you tried getting weird out there. You tried something new. You did it. Yes. You might not do it again. Or you might do it again. Yeah. It depends on like what the whole thing was or whatever it is. But yeah. the whole having fun and just letting it rip. Yeah. Not even necessarily my joke wise, but not being afraid to go down that lane. Yeah. Or branch out on my own. Yeah. Or bomb. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The whole, yeah, the whole, I don't know. Living is just like, yeah, just doing it, rolling with the punches. Yeah. And even with like, I mean, this, I feel like those last few weeks, I've just been preaching the moment to a few friends that are like, well, this isn't happening and this isn't happening. And it's like, well, fucking just sit in it for a second. Yeah. And if things are, if things are feeling like that, we're like, whatever it is, direction wise, go with it. Yeah. But the moment itself in general. Well, yeah. I mean, suffering only comes from um, at its roots. De- yeah. Desiring more. For sure. And, you in, in like, those kind of people, is like, it's it's tough when you have, like, aspirations and stuff. But to, like, take stock of your life and re- remind yourself, I have everything I need. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm, you know, very fortunate in most cases. I know money is the one that, like, drags on me. Yeah. For sure. Um, especially when it's not coming in as regular as it has the last 10 years. Right. Like with waiting tables, it's just constant flow. You're like, oh, I can buy this. Yeah. And I'll work Saturday, Sunday and crush. Like yeah. it's not, I'm not stressed. Yeah. Um, But this whole branching out and trying to make a living on my art form has been yeah. tough. I mean, I've been doing it but also that's why i was excited about mingo maybe those opportunities yeah um but uh yeah and like hosting i mean it just doesn't pay it feels like it hurts my self-worth sometimes that's for with, sure with comedy yeah yeah, yeah, Expe- yeah and it only ever affects me when i'm like low on money yeah and then when you don't get even with like waiting tables yeah. when you're like i'm broke and you get a fucking five percent tip that's the only time I would get angry about it. Yeah, was when I was broke. I'm like, well, go fuck yourself. But even after that, I mean, yeah. once you were like comfortable, it was fine because I could just be like, oh, yeah, get next time. Because you're feeling from, oh, you know, a place of for sure desperation. You know? But when on like a Tuesday night, I bring home fucking twenty bucks, you're like, that's for a, yeah, for like a four hour mic. <laughs> you're like, that's what I'm worth, huh? Five bucks an hour. That's what I'm worth, huh? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens in the winter. I yeah, the, the summer. summer. Yeah, 
I mean, I'm excited about it. They're finally being generous and like feel like they're working with me. Yeah. So that's a plus. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Momentum. I feel like I've acquired it. Yeah. And I'd like to roll with it as much as I could. Yeah, and the um uh the the, the choices of, of like to continue the momentum, which is right now like go following through with these bingo conversations and like yeah. do actually starting it at the rover and the lounge and Well I went out I went to two antique shop yesterday. I thought I was gonna find a American picker style like yeah. Room in the back because they were like, "Oh, have you talked to Mark in the back?" Yeah, and I was like, "I'll go talk to Mark at the back." Yeah, and they're like, "And then Mark's no like, ever want this bingo?" <laughs> and Mark was on the phone, so I had to like, there was like tension building because I was like, "This Mark in the back's waking me waiting for fucking five minutes." Yeah, but nothing. No. Strike out. Fuck. What did I? Someone else, and then I walked into an antique shop uh, <laughs> after that, and. Have you ever walked into like a gnarly antique shop where you could, there's nowhere to walk? Yeah. Everything's just like jammed oh, in there. Yeah. This was like 800 bookshelves. It's designed to make you knock some over and pay for it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> gotta move this inventory. That's a funny idea. That's but always no. what they've like seemed to me is like, because yeah. they have so much shit and they're like, well, I don't like. It's un- I walked into one yesterday on South Broadway. I was like, dude, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. That's an even episode for uh, Nathan for you. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely. does. The antique shop. Yeah. He, to boost sales. He, uh, yeah, to boost sales, yeah. he gets a guy wasted. Yeah. <laughs> gets him into a sumo suit. Yeah. And then puts a pizza in the back of the antique shop. And he's like, oh my God, there's pizza in there. Yeah. You should go get some. So. Yeah. Genius. Oh, yeah. yeah. Genius. Break it. You and buy then, it. yeah, the lady's like, I mean, we're just smashing my product. It's not really <laughs> selling anything. Right. <laughs> the idea isn't to ruin yeah. these antiques. But you got a lot more money now. <laughs> but they off the shelves, literally. Yeah. Um, bingo. Um, yeah, we need to figure out some gear. Yeah. I mean, we could just buy. I just thought it'd be cool to have some, like, I almost t- took one yesterday, which I thought would have been another funny scene out of the Bingo Boys movie. Yeah. But I sent you that picture, Rocky Mountain Bingo Supply. Yeah. They sell cards and, like, okay. stuff like that. Can but you go in there? Uh, I did go in there, and there was absolutely nobody. Oh. But there was this, like, bingo spinning thing that was, like, on display, basically, that was, like, looked like it was super old. It was, was like, there a lot of, like, all gold. There was just a, it was just a weird warehouse. Okay. No one, I said hello, and no one responded. We could have just, we could have just taken everything. Oh, d- <laughs> it was, it was weird because I almost did take that baller. Yeah. Ball roller, but I didn't, because I'm a good person. You guys should make bingo cards for open mics. It's, it's definitely been done. Yeah, I've seen. I that. was well, and I was thinking about it yesterday with like themed bingo. Um, or we yeah. could do like dirty bingo where instead of bingo, because all you have to do is come up with 75 different things yeah, just and really put nice. them in a row for five for five yeah, on card, you know? Yeah. So you could, I mean, we could write on those balls. <laughs> yeah. Like just a funny, oh. just like a funny thing. Yeah. Um, one, okay. one, two, I don't know. But yeah. I mean, that's, we could think of a unique, that's also like, I mean, that's just a themed bingo. Yeah. But you would also have to create cards. Oh, yeah. It would just be way more more hassle. A tarot. A tarot bingo. (laughs) Not do. (laughs) Just witch bingo. I know. Probably those ladies would pay. You think you can do private party bingo? 
Oh yeah, we're like we're moving in. Moving it private, like I'll, I'll get booked for an orgy for bingo. Yeah, that'd be tight. That's how this conversation opened. Yeah, yeah, well, I know. Talk about the bingo boys. Bingo boys bingo at an orgy. orgy. Yeah. Um. Where else would? Oh uh, yeah, we'll get into it. I did get some text messages. You're coming. You got a. You got industry coming to see you do bingo on Saturday. I know. You got industry. I know. <coughs> hey, take oh. <laughs> COVID ain't real. I. <coughs> Yeah, I have duties. I, I have duties with stakes. Yeah, at eleven a.m. I know. You know, just over twelve hours. Well, there's now. also like, oh, is that it's tomorrow? Yeah, there's like six people coming, and I know of Kelsey's coming back Jesus because Christ. she's hooked. Ryan, um, I'll just stop. Na- we can talk about this later. I'll yeah. stop dropping names. Tricky, Ryan, tricky. Oh. I should get him on here. You should. Get honest. I'll just troll you the whole time. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So funny. Well, hey, thanks for having me. Um, is there any questions? I usually ask if there's any questions for the guests for me. If there are any curious anything curious that or I should feel like I should be honest about. <coughs> Do you want to pray with me? No. <laughs> um. I've answered that question. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Um. It'll take a cigarette, though. <laughs> you want a cigarette? No. Oh, oh, okay. Another good. I I can't catch Evan's jokes at all today. <laughs> dude, I That's have right, thrown dude. a couple out there, and you've how I've many? Missed them. It's what okay. It's okay. Um, how are you gonna get ready for by agenda? I'm gonna come watch that. Probably my third hot shower of the day. Third hot shower. Dude, it was so fucking cold. Quentin was on last week, and I came in hot, and talked to him about his alcohol abuse. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was drinking at that time, so I was like, "Are you drunk now?" <laughs> was this before or after he relapsed? This was after. Yeah. Okay. Or not so because we like once. yeah we talk, I'm, I'm glad he told you. Yeah. I'm glad he shared with you. Yeah. Because he was like even a minute like because he's like I did drink on Saturday. He's yeah. Like, and it was very hard for me to tell you that. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I just for some reason I thought he got off work at. Anyways, we don't need to talk about Clinton. I heard him say it to someone. Well, I, I just told him that, like, in a similar way, where it's like we can be supportive of each other, same way you were when I moved here. Yeah. Um, I just told him, yeah, when I quit drinking, I reached my, like, my personal rock bottom and still drank twice after that. Yeah. Over the next two months. For sure. And then cut it out, cut it out. Um, well, and it is, it's hard, especially the world we live in. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Um, what was the question? Have I, uh, well, this is a different question. Um, have I, where did you, when I started bringing up faith, how did you feel and how do you feel now about it? Um, like today? Yeah. Like when you brought it up today? Yeah. I didn't think it was the way the conversation was going to go. Okay. Um, I thought we were just, I thought, I thought we were just going to be silly. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't expecting much. Like I said, I'm trying to cut out any expectations. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, right. Faith. Um, I still have my beliefs of like what it is and where I stand with it. I don't practice enough because I just am, I'm like lazy. Like yeah. even if it was just yoga or centering centering yourself or just going for a personal walk. Yeah. I still believe in like releasing. Yeah. Um, energy and burning off steam. Yeah. Like I've started skateboarding. Um, like parking almost a little bit further away from Mike's, or if there's a couple of them, yeah, 
I'll park at one of them and skate to the other so I can skate back to my car. Yeah. Um, but that's like. Because you're going to feel better after that. Yeah. Well, and even like. Even like in school, I used to always walk to school. I never like rode the bus. Okay. Or got drove. I would skate to school even too. That's fun. Um, so I still believe in like what that does for me, but I don't yeah. practice that enough. Yeah. You know, like yeah. what got me sober was a bicycle. Yeah. Like it was because I had my license taken away and I was forced to take a breathalyzer every day. Yeah. Three miles out of town. Yeah. So you had to bike out there. Uh-huh. Yeah. For eight and a half months. I was like, you got You just started getting that natural serotonin. Well, in that, yeah. Like, I was a, I mean, and then after a bike tour and, like, completing something big kind of adventure like that. Yeah. Is a crazy cool feeling. Yeah. But there's also, like, I mean, I w- w- uh, I'll, do, I'll do another bike tour for sure because there was things I felt like I failed completely. Yeah. But that was, like, my own personal shit. If I had the same mindset now when I went into a bike tour, I'd be like, that was great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was having fun. Don't get me wrong, but right. also, whatever. You just done it once now. There's less. Yeah. I've done it twice, but one yeah. with comedy. Yeah, yeah. Next time we'll be actually like booked shows too, or at least some of them to where like I biked fucking 500 miles in the last seven days to be here. So sorry, hitting up Mikey McKernan. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, I know. We'll have him film. We'll have him start a vlog for me. Have you watched his vlog? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, how come you don't like do like one or two day bike trips into the mountains or whatever? I um last year last summer I was about to. Yeah. I was like starting to go crazy where I was like, I've got everything I need. Yeah. I can just literally get on my bike and go. You could do you think you could bike from downtown Denver into the mountains and just go for like two days? Easy. Wow. I mean cool. not easy. Cause those oh, you fucking wouldn't, you wouldn't drive up there and then start? You'd just go. Um I would I would maybe have a friend. Okay. Maybe, I don't know, because I would want to, I mean, that would be a cool, I looked at a route, you can hit up, um, you can hit up, like, uh, Wyoming, South Dakota, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, you can do the whole, like, I don't know, there's like a, there's like a, yeah, there's like a bike route, Uh I don't know what it is exactly, dude, I've got a... I got a map right a here. Map. It's like a. It's start where Denver's right there. Absolutely. Denver does it labeled map. Point on the map where you've touched the United States. <laughs> yeah, that's where you're on your bike tour. Um. Yeah, I did the whole. I could show you my bike tour on this map. Um. <laughs> but um. Yeah, it would be nice to be able to just pack up. Take off, bounce. I got the van now, too, though. Yeah. I want to fix the van up to where I can just be like, let's roll. Would you be comfortable driving in the mountains with it? At this point? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's solid. Yeah. <laughs> I would want some new tires, but I don't, I mean, especially if it's summertime, that wouldn't cause a problem at all. All right. Remember when you, me, and Jeremy almost died on our way out to camp? When we, oh. Remember that guy, that car was like. Yeah. I don't remember what that was. They were like, I think they were passing a car going the other way. I thought I was gonna die. Uh, went from overheat. We like went to a camping place that had the no shade in yeah. a mile, ten mile radius. It was a weird. <laughs> we were just like overheating, sunburned. Yeah, bring Con- a visor, dude. It was way worse. <laughs> we went for a hike, and or a walk, I guess through the. Um, but we found a waterfall. It was pretty cool. It was fun. Let's do some more camping this summer. 
Yeah, no, I'm definitely down. That's that one, I mean, especially if we plan it properly with people that we want to hang out with, dude, it'd be so cool. Yeah, get a good camping. Evan, you want to go camping? I'll look at the stars. Dude, they're unreal. Do some drugs and look at the stars. I mean, I mean, that's my theory, is that the stars aren't real. Wow. It's an image that they've been painting to, to read our brains. You have faith in that? No, I don't. <laughs> that's the most dishonest thing I've said on this podcast. Wow. <laughs> it felt like that. I had that energy. <laughs> stars are fake. I mean, all of a sudden, this content's full of shit. <laughs> stars are fake. Um. So, yeah, I believe. Wait. That thing's, it says C2. C2. Come in, we're open. Oh. C. You already did an episode with Creedon? I did. Fuck. I know. Talk about God? We, yeah, talked about our God. Damn it. I wanted to come here and burn his subject. No, well. Now I'm going to sound tired and trotting out. No. Instead of full of life like I've been all day. No, no, because it was, we talked about religion before Creedon even. We talked about, I did it with Jeff Cohen. Oh, Yes. And that guy's a freak. Well, every, I mean, <laughs> all these white men are just coming here to talk about God. Um, their funny. path. Yeah. They were honest about it. Creedon was like, I almost like, I had burned too many questions before he was on the podcast. Just asking him in general. Just, in, yeah, just in our normal everyday life. Yeah. So it was like, we just ended up started. we just got silly. Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty silly conversation for sure. It was fun. Yeah. Um, And then we did O'Shea. And I just kind of, like, avoided the topic about tumors for an hour and a half. Really? Yeah, he kept trying to bring it up. I don't know why. And I was like, dude, I mean, it's it's <coughs> snowed today. Are you about kidding? That? No, of course I'm kidding. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> God. I got to pee. I do. I got to pee, too. Let's wrap this up. Um, uh. Jeff Stonick, thanks for coming by. Come in. We're open. Honest conversations with Austin lately. <laughs> bingo boys. The bingo boys. Go... If you can find a copy of the 2004 play. Sunday morning, rain is falling. <laughs> share some cover, share some skin. The God Agenda tonight. Bye, Agenda. Nice little breakdown. <laughs>